morning, everybody. This is Jonetta, and they did not get the memo. Uh, we got one more, one more week before it'll be the day that we give thanks. Uh, what do you give thanks for? I have so many things to give thanks for. One of them, which we seem to take for granted, is waking up this morning. Um, a roof over my head, and so many people don't have one. Food, when so many people don't have it. Um, you know, I, I think just like um, the day that we celebrate uh, uh, Christ's birth, this is the day we're supposed to celebrate for all the things that we're thankful for. Um, so we've got this Thursday and next Thursday it'll be Thanksgiving. So enjoy your Thanksgiving. Uh, I'm, I, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure I'll try and find a way to communicate with everybody on that holiday. Um, maybe just leave the audio open and record it as a podcast. The people that I invited here for, excuse me, Thanksgiving, uh, most of us that are I'm cooking for are alone. We... Um, are not the, at the best of health, but um, I am blessed by God to be able to provide them with a meal for that day, and myself. And that's the most exciting thing I have going for the holiday is that people who normally would be alone, we are going to be together and sharing a meal. Now, I. Uh, one of my friends said he went down to, he goes down, oh, excuse me, he goes down to Jeffrey's every holiday. I said, oh, yeah, I want to go. I said, well, you know, do, do you want to come here? I'm cooking the Cornish hen and dressing, and I got a sweet potato pie. I know I found sweet potato. Remember I said in my other podcast, will somebody please introduce California to a sweet potato? These pumpkin pies, I swear for God, I, I just, I'm just a sweet potato lover. That's all. I don't have nothing against pumpkin pie, but I just love my sweet potato pie. And then when, when I cut it for my own personal slice, I put a little dash of nutmeg on top and some butter. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But at least my mouth is happy. I'm eating good food, my mouth is happy. And that's important. <laughs> Listen, you know what I want to talk about today? I turned my television on at 7 o'clock in the morning. Um, I keep waking up. I must be going to bed too early because I wake up at 1.30, 2.30 in the morning. Then I can't get back to sleep. And then I get to sleep and then it's time to wake up again. Well, 
I turned on the television. I don't remember what station I was on. Probably channel 44-1 because I don't pay for cable. I have the internet and I have uh, regular TV. I use uh, because uh, my television wasn't anal- wasn't digital. It was analog, so I use a digital converter. And a digital converter gives you from uh, two channel two to channel sixty six, and each channel has anywhere from one to five versions of that one channel. So I got channel 2-1, channel 2-2, channel 2-3. That's where all the uh, movies, unwar, as they say, movies. Then I have channel 4, channel 4-1, channel 4-2, and that goes all the way up to channel 4-5. In essence, you hit the channel four, and then you keep hitting the up channel button, and that's where your your one, two, three, four, and five shows up for that particular channel. For those people that don't understand what I'm talking about. Well, anyway, I turned on television, and there was this religious station, and I know that in the word it says that people are going to be hungry for. Uh, food. They're not talking about food that we put in our mouth. They're talking about the word in the scriptures. And anybody that has ever taken time to investigate the scriptures will find their life and what they're going through in that scripture. Um, I know because I've done it. Uh, so the subject matter on this religious station, I didn't know where they were going, where they were going with their conversation. They were talking about slavery and they were talking about their version of what they knew about slavery. Now, here's the thing, everybody, you have to remember that even though we've had some documents, some words, some literature for years and years and years, they are not immune to being tampered with. If you notice that anybody that writes a story leans that story towards their knowledge or towards what they want people to think, um, to write something is very powerful because that something might influence how people think. So getting back to, I was trying to figure out why they were talking about slavery. And it was important for them to uh, tell uh, uh, everybody that the first contested slavery uh, was, you know, those that studied uh, black history from Africa to today um, know that uh, even uh, black people owned slaves. And he was talking about, uh, hold on a minute. Okay, 
um, the noise from the school back there was getting uh, a little loud. And what I'm saying is very important. Um, the You can still hear them. I'm sure you can through my windows. Um, I guess if I do that, they might call the police on me. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, let me get back to my subject. Let me stop being uh, diverted by outside influences. Here's the thing. It was important for this religious group to to, to uh, uh, tell everybody that black people owned slaves. Yes, we did. He was trying to say that um, there was one slave that this black man owned that was so... Uh, from their description, lazy, uh, didn't want to do much. And, and the guy, like indentured servants was only, well, let's put it like this, the truth of the matter. There were white indentured servants and there were black indentured servants. From my college professor at College of Alameda, her description says, that white indentured servants, whatever crime they committed coming to the Americas, did their time and were released. Black indentured servants, that's after the free blacks, were um, indentured indefinitely. Now, the gen- or guy that they were talking about was a black slave owner. Now, he had this slave, and I forget his name, and he said he was so disappointed and unimpressed with this particular slave that he, uh, when his time for release came, he did not, he went to court, actually, they said, to have this particular slave indentured for the rest of his life behind his um, uh, behavior. Uh, This black slave owner was so disappointed in him that he went to court. So their point was that there was a black man who first contested or um, went to court uh, to have a permanent slave. Now, I don't think it is as they said it. Um, <laughs> people have the tendency to change things to their, you, you, you know, put it like this. You ever notice how there's a Bible scripture <clears throat> and people go in and out of scriptures, different books to prove their point? You can piece together all of the of, of uh, verses to make your point, even though uh, collect those verses weren't collectively in the same place. They were collectively selected to prove a person's point. This is what these ministers did. Uh, they collectively pulled verses out of the Bible that would support their theory or their uh, point. Now, um, 
they I said, what was what, I said to myself why are they talking about slavery where are they going with where are they going to with this conversation and and it, it turns out that they were trying to prove that a black man was the one that had long-term slavery slaves you see how the devil sneaks into religion? You see how the serpent just slimes on into religion? And, and you know, listen, even the scribes in the translation of the Bible, that's why you have to be careful at which verse of Bible that you read because in order for us to really know what the Bible was saying, we have to go back to the original language it was written in because things lose in translation. Words lose their meaning in when you translate words from one language to another. Sometimes and most times uh, trans, uh, the meaning is lost in the translation. And what we think that we're supposed to be uh, learning is not what the original scriptures said at all. That's very important to know with any literature. So these ministers felt it was important that they pointed out that black man was the one that kept (laughs) slaves in slavery. Uh, beyond, uh, if they were indentured, beyond their indentured uh, term. So <clears throat> I just wanted to share that with you in case you didn't know. Uh, you know, in case you did not know that anything that you read, you have to Consider the source. Consider how um, the words that were put together were influenced by the person who was writing whatever it is that they were writing. And um, whether or not it was slanted a little bit towards how they feel instead of what was actually uh, transcribed. That's all I wanted to say. Beware of this kind of stuff, you know? Be aware. Anyway, listen, you guys. I um, would like it if you would continue to use the tools that we have to fight coronavirus and the tools that I know of and most people know of, not unless you've been living under a rock um, or... (laughs) somewhere away from civilization and if you live somewhere away from civilization I don't think you have anything to worry about in terms of COVID-19 but for those of us that live uh, in civilization immediate civilization we have to use the tools that were given to us and that is wear your mask wash your hands often practice social distancing Um, and if at all possible 
get your vaccination. We're almost closing the circle. The wagons have almost closed the circle. But from what I understand, nearly a thousand people a day are dying of of COVID, you know. Um, We don't have to die if we use the tools that are given to us. But people are still dying. So, listen. Wear your mask, wash your hands often, practice social distancing, and get your shot if you can, if at all possible. Okay? I love you, and there's nothing you can do about it. I want you to have a good day. Your day start off good, let it stay good, okay? Okay.